and welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're going to be talking about As the Crow Flies or Kush Uchushu, uh, season one, episode two, where holy shit does Asla get a lot done. Um, we have a lot to talk about. And we're also adding a new section to the podcast. So stay tuned for that. It's very exciting stuff. Um, Eski, I think, might have tea. Yeah, I have like two drops left. Sophia was um, having internet issues, so I blame her, but I held on. It's cold and, I, and <laughs> like two drops. <laughs> I also was too lazy to put my AirPod back in its case. So that was the cause of the uh, ah. speaker disaster earlier. Well, so it was just out of batteries, basically? No, it was like charge. connecting to my computer because I was too uh, Okay. <laughs> uh, but we got, got it all figured out. Sophia is here with internet. Right? Right? Correct. <laughs> There's like such a pregnant pause There's a little every delay, time. but that's okay. I think it's funny. <laughs> Sophia, do you have any tea? I don't. I have dinner, but I don't have tea. Okay. Only the gossipy kind of tea, I guess. Only, yeah, with a lot of that tea. <laughs> um, okay. So now I am going to take us through what happened in this episode. My co-host should feel free to jump in because there was a lot and I had to pause it a couple times to take notes, but we'll see how I did. Okay, so first we start off like waking up in the morning with Asla, seeing her morning routine, the morning routine of a budding psychopath stalker girl. She has hashtag fame on her wall in neon, which is really something. And she has a lot of time in the morning, which we discussed a lot in Love 101, but she really has a leisurely routine before she goes into the office. She must be pretty late all the time. Um, and she has a cat, just like Lale, her enemy. So connections between the lion and the bird. They both like cats. <laughs> Oh, also, we learned that she's shoplifted all of her cute outfits and that she has no money. I was wondering if it's like shoplifting or she's going to like wear them once and return them. It could be either, but probably shoplifting if she doesn't have like any money to begin with, because like she would have to fork over thousands of lira like to even get out the store so I think you're probably right that it's shoplifting but my I don't know why I gave her the benefit of the doubt thinking that she was just like putting on a credit card like only to not pay the debt and like return within like a couple weeks but regardless she's yeah I thought the same yeah that's funny that didn't even occur to me but yeah I mean I guess she could (laughs) it's just it seems like it's hard to steal like I don't know. Is it hard to steal clothes? I guess I've never done it. So I, I don't, don't know, know but she's pretty hard. good at, she's pretty incredible at lying and stealing. Yeah. She yeah. has, she also has all the tags on still. Yeah. So that made me think that she was going to return it. Yeah. We'll see, I guess. I feel like they wouldn't just have a long shot on that without having. Twice they showed it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the first one might just been like to illustrate that she's broke, but she's like sketchy, mm-hmm. but then I did it <laughs> twice. So I'm like, okay, this is probably gonna be a plot point. At yeah. Some point. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Lale and Kenan have a chat. Basically, her husband is still pissed and he's going to take the girls for a while, but he's still there for the weekend party. So I guess he hasn't left yet. 
Asla is stalking the interns, not really a part of their fun convo, but basically we learned that they're going to pick one intern to have a permanent job. My instinct would be at the end of the summer, but I feel like they've been at work for three days. So I don't know how long this internship was, but um, obviously Asla resolves to be the last one standing and she does it all in one episode, which is incredible. Okay, so the first girl that she takes out is the kind of like serious looking girl who she tells that there's going to be this big divorce. Girl stands up in the news meeting and says it and everybody's like, yo, there was a news release about that last night, sit down. And then I guess she was fired for the impertinence of speaking up in a meeting, which seems like just a great workplace in general. So one down for Asla. Then um, we do hear there's like a little hint in the news meeting, oh, somebody's been posting everything that happens in this news station on social media. I don't know if that's like Asla setting somebody up to take a fall later on, or if that's like Asla, they might get close to catching her. I think that's her. I think that's Asla, but I guess TBD. If, if oh, I definitely something... think it's her, but like, do you think she's doing it on purpose to get somebody else in trouble? Oh yeah, I didn't think I didn't think that deep about it. I just assumed like she was through fake accounts putting out tons and tons of information. That's what they were talking about was just like her general nonsense that we've been mm -hmm. seeing but mm -hmm. could, I agree could be something more sinister and thought out than than just that <laughs> we shall see also how does the intern have access to all the information like I feel like she probably has access to pretty limited information so it would not be that hard but I don't know yeah, I don't know. It's it's very unclear. She seems to just like stand near conversations and hear everything that goes on in this place with no one noticing. Okay, so then on to the next takedown. She's looking, she's eyeing up uh, Gulis, also known as Nepotism Girl, who's kind of great. Um, and she gives this poor cameraman, I think his name is Onur, uh, the idea to that Gulis is interested in him and that he should give Asla his number so that she can connect the two of them, which obviously is a terrible idea. She's going to use that for some nefarious means. Lale goes on air and refutes the claims about the uh, gunman having been a setup and everyone believes her and she did a great job and Asla is completely pissed about it. It's ruined her entire day. Let's see, there's just another sexual tension between Lale and Kanan scene. Like, come on guys, just, just go for it. Like, we know you're already having an affair. We're not gonna be surprised. We learned that Lale is in contract negotiations for her job. Um, I guess this year her contract is expiring. So she's trying to, you know, get more money from the contract. And, you know, we love to root for a woman like getting her own in contract negotiations, but Kenan has some underhanded methods that we're going to be talking about that do not work out in her favor. Uh, Lale is starting to have these weekend parties again, which apparently are a thing, a uh, really nice party. But of course, Asla is not invited. Of course, Nepotism Girl is invited. And um, Asla is like just absolutely out of her mind with the fact that she couldn't figure out how to get an invite to this party. Kenan has invited the CEO of a rival network to the party to try and scare the CEO of this network, whose name is Gu, into giving uh, Lale more money, but that really backfires because Gu is apparently a badass and mean in a good way. Okay, 
So then Asla takes down her next intern. <laughs> so um, there's a task because of the contract negotiations to try and like catalog all of the stories that Lale has been a part of. And owner, who's the like really uh, try hard guy, does uh, volunteers to do it. Of course, in the morning, um, Asla goes in, she gives him a cup of coffee, chats him up, sends him away. She emails the thing from his computer and then I couldn't tell if she emailed it from her email or something and then basically told Muge that he had been taking credit for her work and that she had done the whole thing and he's fired immediately. So two down now in the space of one episode. Then, uh, and that was Enver, I think, and he gets fired, poor guy. Mm -hmm. He really tried hard. And Gulis sees through Asla and is like, bitch, I'm gonna be the one here in the end. I don't even know why you're trying, but I see what you're doing. She's the only one who sees what she's doing. Uh, Asla goes into the bathroom with Lale again and is nice. I don't understand what this continuing theme of bathroom scenes together is about, but they finally get introduced. So that's good, I guess. Oh, that happens at the end, scratch that. Let's see. So they have the barbecue at Lale's house. This barbecue is like the fanciest garden party you've ever seen. Not really a barbecue at all. And uh, Lale's husband is there, as is Kenan. So, you know, of course, they have some chats. And we learn that As we go back to Asla, who's like just stalking the party on social media, very upset. And we learn that she hasn't paid her gas bill and her gas is cut off and she's also a bitch to her landlord which did not make me like her anymore um and i don't know if she's paying rent or not but clearly the landlord is scared shitless of this girl which is pretty funny okay so then Osla uses her getting the phone number of cute cameraman to send him to pick up ghoulies says that she's drunk she's like tipsy but um it's weird and then he takes a picture of the two of them in the car when she's basically passed out, which is really weird, and posts it on social media or sends it to Asla, who posts it on social media via paparazzi website. And then Gulis is sent to London by her very upset father that she was in a car with a boy, I guess. Um, and so three down in one episode, and Asla is the only intern remaining. She gets the job. Yay, everyone's so happy for her. She gets introduced to Lale and everything's just going absolutely great. Um, at the same time, uh, because we had, so we had this showdown between the two CEOs of the networks at the party. Um, Gu, who's the network of the current, CEO of the current network, uh, basically shuts down any idea of switching um, because the gunman staying airing while the gunman was on was a breach of uh, journalistic ethics that were in her contract or whatever. So she has full control and there's like this showdown and it's really bad, really awkward. And what happens is this guy that was Kanan's friend ends up taking the fall for it. And they have a really fake, like, oh, we're all best friends still scene at the end where um, I guess that Lale has signed her new contract and they're just putting it all behind them, having sacrificed the goat that was the cigar smoking office guy. And then uh, that is the end of the episode. So now we'll go into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section, which we have a lot to discuss.
which uh, intern sacrifice would you like to start with? Oof. Um, I mean, I hot fast it happened. Yeah, I didn't feel as bad for the girl who like basically was willing to steal. Um, Good point. Yes, his idea because she's clearly like a shitty person because she like immediately did that, and she was too stupid to like fact check which you work in media like duh um or like at least I don't know google some keywords see if something's up I felt really bad for um I already forgot his name the nice boy in Vadia who did all that work all night I I, just tried so hard (laughs) I wasn't I wasn't really expecting her to sacrifice him I thought maybe she'd try to like have an ally um but no, no she works alone but also he was kind of dumb like if you yeah. spend your whole night doing a, a paper or whatever you send it before you go you know i feel like he should have sent it and lock your lock your computer control off delete baby like that's it lock it i just feel like i mean he had no reason to be suspicious of her it's not she doesn't present as a psychopath she brought him coffee yeah uh, yeah that was i also thought oh isn't it nice she's gonna make an ally with this try hard kid but no no i'm also morally against tryhards, but i did feel bad for him yeah it was an incredibly quick internship period though like all it takes was is for the rest to get weeded out and then you get a job offer like also like yeah. who fires an intern like you literally just have to wait a month and then yeah. they're out of your hair for the rest of your life. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. Like, what's the point of firing an intern? I don't know. They, believe me, I had one I really wanted to fire, and we just, just kept them sat there <laughs> for the whole summer. Doing oh my nothing. god! <laughs> he would clean his nails at his desk. That was ew. Fun. That's yeah. revolting. Really disgusting. Yeah. <sighs> okay, and then Guise, who like was the only one that saw through her shit. I guess the idea is that she's kind of the same morality level as Asla. So she saw what she yeah. was doing. Maybe she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to try as hard cause she already has like all of that. But yeah, in theory, I think if she were at um, Asla's like starting point, seems like she has the potential. <laughs> yeah. Or she's seen enough people like that. Yeah, that's true. A, she probably yeah. has a lot of experience with fake ass people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my my question with Gulis, I was very confused as to why that picture with the dude is like enough for her to get shipped off to London. Yeah, I don't know the patriarchy. The father did. She was not with the man that the father would have picked for her to marry. Therefore, take her out of an environment with men. <laughs> Maybe she's going to a nunnery. Yes, London has no men. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking, but clearly that just upset him. That un- I mean, to be un- fair, she man. like looked really drunk in the photo. Yeah. Well, maybe that was part of it. Maybe that was more of the problem. I was going to ask what you guys thought about the whole um, Kenan trying to handle Lale's negotiations. Awful. I hate him. I really want to see his downfall, like, immediately. Yeah. I yeah. really don't like he him. He really screwed her over. Yeah. There. Yeah. And how dare he? Like, who does he think Very he stupid idea, too. Yeah. 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 Incredibly stupid. Like, ugh, God. 
And who's this other guy? I'm very confused about who this other guy is. So he's his he's his old old pal who uh, also works. Um, no, no, I think he's his old pal who works for the like rival dude. So like through. Oh, cigar guy works for. I, I thought dude? so. I don't think they like work. Oh wait, no, they don't. Cause cause uh, the big boss fired him. Never mind. Yeah, he, he, works, he works. He works for the same stuff. station. Yeah, he works for the same station. I think they were like closer at one point, but they don't like hang out as much because cigar guy has kids or whatever he was talking about. So, yeah, somehow the invite went through him to right, the right, right. other CEO, but I don't remember in like if they were just like I don't know family connections or like some other reason for like having a more appropriate relationship for saying I mean clearly he asked him to do it so he would have a scapegoat but mm-hmm. in case it went sideways yeah. but um I don't know I don't remember how he convinced cigar guy to do it for him <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know and and also it's weird that her that the producer of the show is acting as her agent mm-hmm. like that's really weird I guess they're a package deal, but still. I don't. I don't really understand. It seems all of it seems very incestuous. Like the, yeah, all the... it's incredibly <laughs> incestuous. I did really like the like the goo character and how she like completely destroyed their plans and devastated them, and was still like great party. Like we're still best yeah. friends. Wasn't it great we got that resolved so quickly? Kiss, kiss. Yes. Like yes. And she will great. never trust them again. Like she will. No. Like that's done. But that's really sad if they were actually friends. I don't know if they were actually friends or not. But... I feel like they're all, all these people are extremely fake. So, you know. Yeah. Probably yeah, not. not do, probably not they, what they we were would consider best friends. friends but... but yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. It could have been a very fake relationship. Well, and we see it with Mugit too, that she's like sucking up to um, Gudicia. Just for like ad money. That was a great part of the episode too. When Gulis yeah. was like, I'm tired of this kiss ass. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. But like also, what, like, why would she deal with ads if she's the, I mean, she's the head of content or something? Head Yeah, editor? she's like the editor. Yeah, but yeah. why does she why does she have to deal with ads? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's maybe, a very I mean, limited work, group working at this station. <laughs> maybe at at I don't know. I, I'm just thinking of like the company I work for, which I won't I won't name due to them not sponsoring this uh, this podcast. They think. could. <laughs> <laughs> no, the company I work for, so senior level executives all act as sponsors of like certain accounts. So like. I don't know, the CFO who like doesn't obviously directly sell things, sell our products might be, I I think he is the executive sponsor for, I I don't remember which companies, but let's, I'm just making it up. Like, let's say he's executive sponsor for Ford um, and then he, or like executive sponsor of um, Time Warner. I don't know. So he, he will like engage with those customers, even though like, and like act as a point of contact, even though he's like not an engineer, not a salesperson. So like, it's not really his area of expertise. I'm wondering if it's some, I might be overthinking that. I'm certainly thinking about this more than the show writers did, but maybe, <laughs> maybe like in this high group, high level Politburo that's running the station, like given that this man has a lot of ad money to 
provide like maybe she was tasked with establishing a connection a strong connection there directly um and and she found kind of a shortcut through the nepotism intern i feel like she probably told the nepotism intern goodies to like show up for um an internship so she she might just been given a special assignment but i don't yeah i don't think it was like in her job description directly especially since she was introduced as (laughs) editor yeah sorry go ahead I was just gonna say it makes sense maybe that you know like Mr. Nepotism Girl Dad would want like somebody important yeah him and taking care of his account yeah God also, also like gross. once Gulies gets would get hired like in this um, scenario who like what would she like if she's not willing to work then what are they gonna do she's just gonna sit around i bet she would be given like um a cushy like like a socials job like managing their social media presence but like not the important breaking news twitter but like i don't know some lifestyle (laughs) lifestyle page or something i feel like gulies could be like really fabulous at her job i have a lot of faith in her Sammy connects like- to this character. She really sees <laughs> part of herself in these. <laughs> no, but I do feel like she's a lot smarter than people are giving her credit for. That's true. That's true. She like isn't working because she doesn't have to. Yeah. She she can be lazy and she knows she can get away with it. So she's not even bothering. Yeah. So she's immoral, but she's not stupid. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, she also hates the people at the network because she's like, go after them with everything you have. Yeah, yeah. She was pissed that she got she yeah. had to leave, I guess. It's kind of, I'm already, I mean, it's only been two episodes, but part of me is also sort of struggling with like how awful everyone is. So hopefully they can keep the cartoonish villainy going. So it's like still funny, um, but it is kind of dangerous for a show to just have hundred percent unlikable people. As, as you mentioned, Sammy with um, Wild Abandon, how yes. you couldn't even get through it after a while. I haven't seen it, but I can, I, there are plenty of shows like that that exist where they just go too hard on the anti-hero thing and it gets to be unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, I really like to have like a protagonist character that I can root for. So, but yeah. so far I'm really enjoying the show and um, yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. But yes, I did think that like Onur and Serious Intern Girl might've been like our good person windows yeah well also gone, like, I, so. it would also be nice to have like a non-psychopath who isn't that i guess to like see what asla is up to and try to bring her down but i guess it's gonna have to be the lion versus the bird <laughs> and that's all lion. i'm gonna get <laughs> <laughs> anything else we gotta talk about no all right, so this is our our newest award that we're going to start doing, which is the not safe for work moment. What uh, NSFW moment have you guys noticed in this episode? We didn't have anything as like overtly sexual as last yeah. episode. I think this episode was way tamer, but I think inviting your the intern to like a high like big wig 
like networking party is kind of odd and getting her drunk <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah I mean this is very very mild but like I don't know like what year is it why are you smoking a cigar in an office like this is <laughs> <that's> gross <laughs> stand outside I couldn't agree more that's in my WTFs like that yeah. disgusting but definitely put off the fire alarm like yeah yeah so gross <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. It was a little scant this week, but uh, I'm going to go with the champagne drinking with your ex slash maybe current paramour in your yeah. office after very late at night because after the news show must be like midnight, right? Well, that's the thing though. In Turkey, like these kinds of um, in-depth news programs where it's like there's a story, but it's like mostly like either one or more talking heads, like, or pundits, like saying stuff about it. Mm-hmm. There's one that I try to catch every week that airs on Friday nights in Turkey. It starts at 11 PM and it goes till 1:30. Oh my God. And, and of course I catch it on YouTube on Saturday morning because I, one, I'm not in Turkey and two, like, I wouldn't do that to myself anyway, even <laughs> if I were. Um, but yeah, people will sit there and walk, consume like two and a half hours of that super late at night um so yeah so she's probably at home like i don't know two in the morning or something yeah yeah so she's drinking champagne at two in the morning in her office with her lover he's so uh, he's awful i really can't cannot hate him more than i currently hate him i think i mean (laughs) i'm sure he's gonna do something else that's terrible but that was just so shitty and he just thinks he's so freaking smart and it pisses me off yeah do you think that he will end up abandoning her for Asla? Like, not in a sexual way, but in like a, a like, new just anger a climbing, way? yeah, social ladder climbing way. Maybe he seemed. Was he the one who was like kind of pro, like Gen X? Like, they're not Gen X. Or wow, Gen X is them. Gen Z. Like, was he the one? Like, they're no. He for? was like, we need to watch out. They're coming. Oh, okay, so okay, if he's the one who said that, then I feel like he would not jump to her I don't know I feel like he would try to like undermine her an ally at some point right somebody I don't know (laughs) man it's rough rough I think she's like killed her own family too like I think that's why she's it wouldn't surprise me no that would be one of the least surprising things that could be revealed to us <laughs> and that cat she has I'm like are, do you just like like do you take care of that cat or do you like keep it around for like random just like wanting to kill and then you like obtain another cat <laughs> I know it's worrisome for sure yeah. for now it seems very well cared for but yes cats tend to not do so well around psychopaths I think yeah true animals know all right so now we're going to move on into our history section where sophia the histress is going to take us we're never going to replace that nothing's going to beat that So even though we had not that many inappropriate at work moments, we had a ton in the first episode, Um, but we're going to talk in our history section about, um, you know, some very awkward office moments from different beloved TV shows. 
that we have watched. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of like workplace situational comedies that have had interesting situations, I guess. Um, the Office is one of them, has a ton, a ton of inappropriateness um, from Meredith wearing a really short dress to the office that barely covers her body <laughs> at all um to creed showing up bloody several times and nobody knowing where the blood's coming from to the infamous episode about the like workplace sensitivity training or i don't know what it was called at that time but like trying to teach people to be accepting of everyone and not discriminate and it just is a really awkward episode well of course then there's other workplace shows um I feel like the ones that have teachers, like school teachers are always like really awkward. Like the teacher gets really drunk and then goes to teach students, which does not seem like a very good idea or like they just don't teach anything and they have the kids watch a movie or something because they're hungover because they didn't like prepare (laughs) the class. Let me think what else. And then well, you of course have like the successions and such where like the whole intrigue is just the drama between the characters and them doing like just really shitty things to one another. Like Logan Roy getting his like basically pitting his kids against each other for the head job in the company and then taking it himself. (laughs) Classic. Let me think of other. Well, and I, I think succession has a lot of moments like the good moment in the in this episode where like everyone's smiling and saying like yeah great and then they just backstab each other Mm -hmm. um really directly i would say but i think this show is like probably gearing towards something like that because when i i read the like the synopsis after watching the first episode and it's like it says like this journalist has a perfect life and then this girl comes and destroys her home life and her professional life so I'm assuming like obviously she's gonna all these things that are starting to add up right now um are gonna have serious consequences for Lale in the future episodes but I don't know if you guys can think of any workplace scenarios that are awkward from tv that you'd like to share yeah I feel like probably like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and just the stuff that goes on in the office parks and recreation yeah I feel like anything Ron Swanson has ever said or done. <laughs> true. Very true. Um, I was thinking of some movies. Oh, like, yeah. Um, Devil Wears Prada, obviously. Mm-hmm. Just, like everything that happens is an inappropriate work situation. Um, oh, and then Easy A, I was thinking about. Great movie where the mm-hmm. teacher is sleeping with, is having an affair with the guidance counselor. Or the guidance counselor is, sorry, the guidance counselor is having an affair with a student and the guidance counselor is married to the English teacher. Mm, Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Bad. That's bad. Um, I mean, on Game of Thrones, like just the Lannisters were just vile. (laughs) (laughs) Is that, I guess they weren't working. They were working. (laughs) They They were ruling and they were fucking twins, like. That's, that's what happened they produced they literally their most important duty is producing heirs which they did through incest <laughs> yeah so that's gross 
Yeah, that's hopefully, really hopefully gross. none of that. Hopefully none of that in any show we ever watch for this podcast or any show in general. I don't think incest just need it doesn't need to be a plot point. Let's just say it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Although I feel like it was very common in like the middle, like first amongst royalty and second, like in the Middle Ages and stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, especially since they were only interested in like being with other nobility, you run out exactly. after a certain point. <laughs> Exactly. hashtag hemophilia hashtag whichever <laughs> prince of russia that was he died Alexei. yeah yeah for sure still traumatized <laughs> have you guys had any funny bad office moments <laughs> you'd like to oh, share God. Ooh. i feel like work parties are always kind of an awkward office moment because people yeah. never can hold their alcohol mm-hmm. yeah or That's such a bad idea, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, uh, one of my jobs, my previous jobs, like, we had the December office party, and some people were getting, like, wheeled out in wheelchairs <gasps> because of how drunk they were. Oh, my God. Great. Yeah, that's and inappropriate. Then, and then at one of my jobs, this really juicy, like, affair story came out of, like, this woman who got a divorce because like she was dating this guy for another department and then that guy was dating like three other women including someone else at the company as well great like just classic wow. ask a manager stories <laughs> yeah um let's see i have some good ones so Ooh. our we got an email one night at like a really weird time the whole company oh, the CEO is stepping down to spend more time with his family. The end. (laughs) Which is like, by the way, the sketchiest fucking thing you could ever say in an email. And um, it turned out that he had like, basically had an affair with someone in every single office of the company, which is pretty- Wow, that's that's prolific is what that is. Yeah, then our uh, HR team wasn't the best. And one of them by accident put something in a public folder that should not have been in a public folder. And it was the salaries and bonuses of every single employee in our office. And we learned that, okay, so my company did not make a lot of money. And so bonuses were like, not like financial people bonuses. They were like, you know, a grand at the end of the year kind of thing. Uh So we learned that, office manager who happened to be whatever I won't say that that's bad that's sexist um (laughs) anyway she had received a $30,000 bonus the previous year wow and it was definitely definitely connected to the CEO thing because that's a ridiculous bonus for an office manager when nobody at the engineer level is actually getting bonuses so yeah we learned some great info from that spreadsheet that was pretty great can't believe somebody leaked that oh geez um recently we had like a like so people generally in my company still even though there's no policy telling us we shouldn't come into the office however as often as we want um people are still myself included all working from home for the most part but a few weeks ago we had some executives visiting the campus that I work at, which is not the headquarters. Um, so people were like told to show up at the office for mm. happy hours and whatnot. 
and and so my I didn't witness this directly by the way but uh my manager told me subsequently that um she ran into someone who she speaks to pretty frequently um on video conferences every day or you know several times a week at least and so she encountered that person who's I guess new to the company as of the pandemic so they've only spoken through um video chat mm -hmm. and this person came to her was like oh my god wait is that you you look so much better in person <gasps> oh <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God! That was the word, and it was another woman, and that was the word she used, and it was just so cringe and awful. That's so mean. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Yeah. Wow. My, so my manager, petty, but so inappropriate. My manager's like laughing it off, which, but I'm like, I wouldn't have laughed. I would have been like, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so That's awkward. Bad. Oh, and then one time a guy I worked with, uh, who was, by the way, the one who would email me like very late at night and like keep emailing or pinging me until I replied. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was leaving that job, he sent me an instant message. He was like, thanks for all your work. You were so, you know, helpful. Um, I hope you find a man who doesn't, who doesn't let you work that late at night. <laughs> oh my yeah. god yeah he, he's not so from the he's not for, he's not from the u.s i don't think that's an excuse but he's like he wasn't based in the u.s or like from the u.s in any way um wow. but it was super gross <laughs> wow that's horrifying yeah. yeah it was like i want to find a man who can keep you from accessing your laptop <laughs> at night because <laughs> you're gonna bother whoever replaces me <laughs> wow yeah, I do have to say that's the biggest thing I miss about working in a normal office is all the good gossip. We had so much good gossip. Oh my gosh. I was just gonna say one more thing. I don't understand yeah. how companies like, uh, I think Netflix is a famous one that like bans gossip. Uh, like if you, if you gossip, if you gossip to someone, that person is supposed to per company policy, like rat you out for having <laughs> gossiped. Um, and I'm like, how do you even, that's not even fun. Like, why, why would you work? That's terrible. I would never work at a company like that. Yeah. I was like, what's, this is like literally human nature. Like you can't, can't cut us off. Oh my God. No, I love gossiping. And also like, that's how you like vent about stuff at work. So you don't end up quitting every other day. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it, it happened to me that, um, I was at a meeting and like, they were talking about gossip but like it was like heads of companies talking about gossip and like how to manage it. and they're like oh yeah like women are the ones who do all the gossip and this oh my god other, no, other women worse. seeing that and I'm like, <laughs> god like why Ugh. i hate it i hate that but gender tropes in the office no nah, men are men are just as bad if not worse um I feel like there's so many men I work with we're like did you hear do you know about <laughs> way more than women just anecdotally <laughs> yeah everyone loves gossip all offices have inappropriate shit happening all the time yep. do we need anything else from this section <laughs> I think those are our big takeaways yep if yeah. your coworker looks at you like Oslo with those big crazy eyes and hands you a coffee don't leave your computer <laughs> also don't drink the coffee yeah i know i thought yeah. you might roofie him or something yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. on to our favorite and final section, which is WTF, Sultan of Success, and Fatima's hit list. I have so many WTFs. Yay! <laughs> Good. Tell me. So for one, at the start of the episode, Asla's hair is a mess, and Muga's hair is like wet on top, but then the tips are dry, which is really odd. Weird. <laughs> um, okay. I did not notice that, but that is that. weird. Every person at the party had Ray Bans. <laughs> oh, party sponsored by Ray Bans. Really odd. Were they like, like were they Ray Ban wafer style, or like you could see the logo? You could just see the little logo on the lens. Oh, that seems so like funny. that seems like maybe they were um, sponsored. <laughs> they could be product placement. Yeah. No, I think Lala's outfit. She's doing like coastal grandma chic. Like her heels don't match that cardigan that she's wearing and like that dress it's like kind of an odd combo combo i don't know what do you guys think about that yeah i don't the coastal grandma (laughs) assessment i don't really understand her style except that she wears like white clothes that need to be dry cleaned seems to be her entire style aesthetic i think it's mostly pencil skirts and things that seem to have cleavage but actually don't Mm. yeah you're right the pencil skirt's like the iconic thing for her right that's true yeah 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 because then in the previous episode there was a scene where what's this girl oh Asa's like yeah when I was little I bought a pencil skirt because I wanted to be just like right 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 my mom was like why (laughs) was her mom like why or was her mom like ah don't kill me (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's all her mom ever said to her and then she got killed is that do you have anything else Sophia all right Ezki what you got I mean the cigar thing we already talked about um her yeah her her mistreatment of the landlord coupled with her owning an animal really just worries me um yeah, I don't I don't have many more. I think I think y'all called out some really good ones that I hadn't even thought about or noticed. <laughs> yeah, I like the Ray-Ban sponsorship. I did not notice that at all. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, let's see what I I've, I've got the lion ice sculpture at the party. Ooh. <laughs> that yes, was stupid. Like <laughs> so stupid and so like heavy-handed on although we did get less narration this episode, we still had some lion in the bird talk and it was too much. It was at the end, right? The line and the bird stuff. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a brief reminder that that was still going on. <laughs> in case we've forgotten. Um, this is not so much a WTF, more like I liked it, but Lale's husband is in white and her paramour is in black, Kanan, and they're like standing there and it's like very uh, clear, very clearly defined with clothing what's going on here. Although I think the husband's going to be out of the show like next episode and gone mm-hmm. forever is the mm-hmm. feeling that I get. Um, and then finally, a very stupid WTF, but Ghoulies is wearing the most makeup I've ever seen on a human being. 
And yes. I like really don't understand how it doesn't just like fall off of her face in a giant clump mask thing. It's, it's like, like a mask. Unbelievable <laughs> how much makeup she's wearing. Okay, Sultan of Success. Is there anyone we could give it to besides Asla is the real question. I mean, no. maybe, maybe marginally very like he's a very distant second, but maybe to uh Kenan just because he did get away with like he 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 had a terrible plan, but he still like successfully at least the plan B exit clause worked out for him that he was able to scapegoat. Um, but I really think us is like the only truly deserving person. What about um Ghoul, the network CEO? Oh yeah, we can let's give it to her. Yeah. I'm just desperately trying to not give it to Asla, even though she clearly yeah. deserves it. Yeah. Um, okay, and then Fatima's hit list. This continues to be um Asla. <laughs> Although yeah, Asla might Asla, Asla might uh Asla might have Fatima beat. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, that's a like good point. It would be a crazy fight. That would be a great fight. That would be amazing. Just Asla v Fatma series. That would be incredible. Oh my god, yeah. It would definitely max out pay-per-view. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So thank you all so much for listening. Congratulations to Gul for some incredible uh, negotiation fuckery where she completely saved the day and managed to save uh, some sort of relationship with her news anchor best friend and watch out to Asla or watch out to Fatma we're not really sure who would win in that fight but somebody's going down or maybe both and uh, we will talk to you guys next time about episode three 